Hello and welcome to the ninth episode of the UGH podcast. Uh, today we are talking about relationships. Now the concept of relationships is pretty difficult to uh, talk about because it's very complex. Everyone has like their own interpretation of what a healthy relationship is. Uh, and it's also a very abstract kind of way of thinking um, or an abstract idea of what a relationship is actually is. So today we're only going to explore romantic relationships. Today we're talking about healthy romantic relationships, how to set boundaries, how to handle uh, disagreement conflicts and yada 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 uh this episode i think all of us were pretty excited to share about uh the reason why we started the ujh podcast was because i think a lot of us were going through a hard time whether it was through breakups or just like relationships or just like things in general that just really made it difficult for us to cope uh so i think all of us myself vince and ronald were just very excited just for this for today's episode so i really hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did yeah um I, I hate doing these intros. I don't fucking know what to say. But uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Um, thank you so much for sharing. Um, for those of you who are sharing, it really does help uh, kind of just like uh, build uh, UJH podcast. We are pretty small. And so, you know, we have a lot of fun doing this. And it, it's good that uh, our voices can be heard by many people. And also we can uh, have conversations with people we just never met before. So, yeah. Thank you so much for um, just sharing and supporting us. We really appreciate it. And we will see you guys inside the episode uh have a great rest of the day or evening or morning and yeah take care i love you whatever all right welcome back it's been to, a while to a normal episode <laughs> yeah normal it's episode. like an actual <laughs> normal episode yeah <laughs> It's we had like a dis- two episodes, bro. We had a Discord episode, then we had the mukbang, and then and probably the mukbang is coming out later, so we're gonna be on hiatus for a little while. Yeah, for a little so while. So when this comes out, it's probably like what a month from now, maybe because yeah, maybe. maybe December, yeah, maybe yeah. January, maybe Christmas know. when people are lo- like you know having spending time with their family, they realize they're actually lonely, and then like don't worry, we got you. We'll talk about <laughs> romantic relationships. <laughs> Damn. Damn. So. Today is the long-awaited episode. Long-awaited episode. We we put this off for a while because I think we just need to be in the right headspace to speak about. It, I feel like, yeah. yeah. Um, See, I even got a notebook so I can like yeah, write down bro. my thoughts, bro. I'm gonna <laughs> talk unfiltered about... and say something super probably. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna talk about relationships and not just like any regular relationships. We're talking about romantic relationships today. Mm. Um, obviously, uh, all three of us have not been single men all our lives so we've obviously all been in relationships at one point in our life so i think we are more than qualified to talk about this stuff mm-hmm. yes sir yes sir yes I, sir i think relationships and sorry just so we don't take fucking five hours to record this episode um like relationships in, in general is a large ass topic to tackle so we were like i think we need to split it up so we decided today we're doing specifically romantic relationships but some of these things can overlap between whatever relationships yeah and different episodes yeah. and yeah. stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. so we'll so, definitely um yeah yeah. Well, I think yeah, I think for right now we're just gonna tackle like romantic relationships as a broad topic. Because, romance. Because like romance in general, like there's different stages and all that stuff is just there's there's a lot to cover. There's a lot and there's a lot we have to say on like a lot of this stuff. So yeah. yeah and I yeah. think we're in that like us and also a majority of our audience are in that age where like we're kind of growing out of that what we thought relationships or what we thought kind of like love was in mm-hmm. like, yeah middle school or ju- or high school or like post-secondary now we're like having a more mature 
concept. Serious there was work, also bro. a lot of COVID breakups, and the reason mm. why I felt like there was a lot of COVID breakups because I felt like that was the first time couples could actually have time to spend together and talk about their problems. Right? Yeah. yeah. Instead of just like, all right, you know, I'll see you like next weekend. We'll fight, and then we'll just like like <laughs> spur time, and like you know the the cycle would just continue. But they yeah. want to actually confront like the yeah, problems. Yeah, yeah. That was the first time they were like, we have all this free time. So it's not like, oh, I got work. It's like, no, we're together. We're going to confront. And for some people, this is happening. That was like, and some people had to, like, you know, actually work through their relationship. And for some, the the actual solution was to call it quits. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, but that was like the solution that um, I think a lot of people, some people uh, went through and some people, you know. Um, But no shame if you are single or if you're in a relationship. You know, I know a lot of, I see a lot of people who uh, like shame, vice versa. We don't give a fuck. We're just going to talk about it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Cool. First question. First question. Um, I think the broad topic is what is the key to a healthy relationship? <clears throat> I think it's a good question to start off. Yeah. Do you want to go first, Vince? Since you have yeah, sure. So a lot of a lot of the um, Instagram responses were about communication, and while I do believe communication is like the most important thing in a relationship, I kind of went in a different way, in a different kind of route, um, and I said like. The key to a um, a healthy relationship is getting over that honeymoon period. Mm-hmm. So what I'm talking about is like in the beginning of the relationship where where you're like just obsessed with each other and like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I found the love of my life or whatever. <laughs> like, fucking all the time. Going on really dates and every sh- week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and like showing them off. I saw this one Twitter post and I don't know if she's this person from Calgary or whatever the fuck, but. I think she's like a little bit younger than us. Um, where it's like uh, she was showing off her boyfriend or whatever, and um, they've only been together for oh, I remember this one oh, month. Oh my god, I remember this. Was they've only been together. They've only been together for one month, and this guy is like <laughs> he planned out their like basically like one month anniversary fucking date or whatever, and Low it was key, like, like a whole plan. Throughout the day, yeah, like oh, we're gonna go to this place. We're gonna go to Cheesecake Factory. We're gonna like go to this this hill and like take pictures and stuff. And I'm like, Crescent Heights, (laughs) (laughs) oh, Crescent Heights, true combo. (laughs) If that's how he rolls, bro. Crescent Heights to Casada to a workshop free combo. (laughs) I'm just playing. So I continue. Anyway, so I mean, there's nothing wrong with like showing that kind of affection. And what kind of really irked me is that her caption is like. If he really wanted to, he would. And I'm like, okay. Oh, we need to talk about sure, that. That's sure, an extra okay. question we're going to ask. Sure, sure. Go ahead, go ahead. But come back to me and, and show, show me what happens after like a couple of years, you know, where, I don't know, he maybe have run out of ideas or whatever the fuck. Or basically like in a long-term relationship, you'll get bored because, you know, that person you, there's, unless you put in the work to, like keep getting to know that person and um you know keep showing that person like yes i'm committed to this then you'll get bored and be like oh like it's just the same kind of routine every single week every single month like every single anniversary is kind of the same thing so it's getting over that honeymoon period and realizing that it's not going to feel like that for the entire relationship like there'll be ups and downs and later on in the episode we'll talk about like disagreements and stuff yeah we want to accept that that it's yeah. not gonna always feel yeah. like it's this. it's a a commitment and a half like dude more than a commitment yeah half, and crazy. and like i guess the the biggest thing is like when you're in a relationship like finding your purpose like why are you in a relationship like if you just want to like 
sleep around while well, you can do that single and yeah. without yeah. the strings attached. If yeah, that's what you want. Nothing's wrong with casual sex. And I think that's nothing. something that I think I remember tweeting about. I don't know if you guys remember where I was talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, like, you know, stop just casually dating with the expectations of a relationship. Exactly. Just casual yes. date, you yeah. know. And and as Jason said, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're there's nothing wrong with getting your dick wet, bro. If you're if you're going into casual dating with the expectation that or right away with expect expectation right away that you'll find like the love of your life or it's like the that person the one then honestly like you have to be on the same page with that and yeah. uh what one last point before i pass it on is like a lot of people have the illusion that a long-term relationship is like a good relationship i was actually no. gonna comment on that but and um i don't know if it's in the if it's in the other questions but it's really not like you can be in a long-term relationship like three, four, five years and not be happy and not be fulfilled. And then, and then what, like you want people to be jealous of you because, Oh, I've been with this person for five years, but guess what? You're not happy. So what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess that's all I had to say. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, aggressive? <laughs> that, that Twitter post just really annoyed me. It's and I'm, I'm bro. It just I, turned on a switch. <laughs> I, I don't want to be like, Oh, grumpy old man. Like don't want to see people happy, but yeah. Yeah. You don't know how it is, man. Do you, do you, it gets harder. No, it gets Why did harder. it trigger you? Let's talk about it. How, how do you feel <laughs> wait, about wait, it? Hey, this is not a therapy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we're not. Yeah, we're not here to unpack uh, unpack trauma. But yeah, do you want to? Do you want to? I, I can go. Next. Okay, cool. I think that okay. So I honestly agree with a lot of people on the Instagram question. I do mm-hmm. agree that communication is a very very key like aspect. But I think it goes beyond like just communicate. I think it goes beyond just the broad aspect of communication. I do definitely do believe it comes down to knowing your love language um and mm. if your love languages are compatible yeah or not even just compatible but knowing like what you like to receive and what you like to give mm-hmm. um and i think that's a sense of compatibility in itself um more, more often times when i get to know like specific people like even just with friendships but more like on the kind of romantic side um I know what love language I like to give and I know what love language I like to communicate, but I also know what love language I really, really like to receive. And I think a lot of the problems that have stemmed in a lot of, I guess, unhealthy rough patches that I've had in a lot of my long-term relationships or even just my short-term relationships would be like, they don't know me. They they either don't know me well enough or they don't um, necessarily kind of communicate that, uh, or I don't, either I don't communicate what my love language is or they don't communicate what their love language is and mm-hmm. that's where a lot of the problems stem from like um there's a lot of times where I, one of my love language one of my very big love languages is giving gifts and i always thought <clears throat> that giving gifts would uh, more often than not smooth a lot of things over and um for some people that definitely helps that definitely works but for other people it just doesn't work and it doesn't help um obviously i have to tap into a, other love languages that i can give that are i'm not necessarily too familiar with but uh, I think, uh, and I'll be all the key to a healthy relationship is knowing your love language and knowing how that love language is communicated to the other person. Um, and I think that that's where a lot of the problems for me, uh, was just stemmed and where it eventually just deteriorated to an unhealthy relationship because, uh, just, yeah. Um, and I also do believe that as you grow older and as you grow uh, more mature, your love language can change. Mm-hmm. I think uh, different needs, yeah, 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 yeah. Like different needs in different periods of your lifetime. And to be honest, like um, even on some other days, 
your love language can definitely change. Like one day you might need uh, words of uh, like what's it called? Words of, affir words words of, of affirmation. affirmation. I was yeah. just saying assurance, bro. <laughs> words of affirmation, <laughs> and then I'll other say. days you might need like other other uh, ways you might need get, like gift giving or. Um, other ways you need, uh, you might need like, like a dirty uh, hand job, physi uh, physical, uh, physical touch and shit like that. But yeah, but um, edit that out, please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's kind of like what uh, I'm just trying to get down to, like just communicating what love language you need and knowing what love language you give and whether that's compatible or not. I think is very very key. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't want to talk too much. I feel like I have so much to fucking say, but like. <laughs> I'll I also what is that? I also <laughs> wait. Just give me. A second. Like I also like keeping our episodes under an hour because it makes it more like enjoyable to listen to. But it, it makes it more like yeah. digestible. Yeah, not too much information. To, it's not over overwhelming. But yeah, just the bounce of like what Vince was saying of of like, you know, I always the one like kind of like I guess like corny quote I always hate to myself where I think a healthy relationship is better than a long term one, yep. but a long term mm -hmm. complements a healthy one pretty well. Yeah, because that is the goal, obviously, to have like something long-term and consistent, sustainable, right? Because mm. uh, I think jumping from relationship to relationship is obviously very damaging. But personally, what I feel like is the key to healthy relationship is, uh, first of all, one, is that the two people want to be in a relationship. Yes. And two, they want to have to try and put work in that, in that relationship. Which I feel like because I feel like when it comes to communication, yeah, that's a very like broad term. And it obviously is important, but like... Especially when, you know, a lot of times when you communicate how you feel, you know, whether, whether that's boundaries or just like, hey, I don't appreciate that, blah, blah, like, hey, this hurts me. Um, sometimes there are people that are sometimes committed to disagreeing with you. Uh, and that's something you have to have, like, you know, is something you're going to have to deal with. Right. And so at that point, is it like, am I communicating enough? Is that why the relationship is failing? Or is it because like my partner is also not pulling in the weight? Right. Uh, and like kind of just to bounce off the whole like uh, like the first month anniversary thing, because uh, I remember and I'm not going to mention her name, but the, the partner I had before uh, Karen, uh, she celebrated one month. And like I was so thrown off because I like never celebrate one month. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, like her best friend went up to me. He's like, oh, happy one month. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like who celebrates one month? I was so thrown Wait, off. What? Right. Uh, and like. I, I didn't celebrate one mm -hmm. month with, with Karen either, but I think one of the things we kind of talked about where it was like, you know what? If people want to celebrate one month, like kind of just let them because yeah. kind of an argument that, and I'm sorry, baby, but uh, I'm going to kind of talk about some of the problems that we've, we've had, but some, some of the resolutions we came through was uh, she kind of called, she kind of called, called me out on like, uh, but she asked me this question. She was like, if you were, if you love someone very much, like how would you show that you love them and you care about them? And I was like, I don't know. Damn buy him stuff you know because you said you know yeah, buy him stuff right yeah. and i was like yeah because like Ooh, you know what i mean like and um i talk about this because i know in the last episode i talked like you you were saying you were shamed about like being romantic and i remember i also was a part of that part where i would shame you like almost like make funny for being corny romantic right and the reason why and i kind of just talking about like my feelings was because like a lot of times when i di did see a lot of these dudes being like hyper romantic I think all of us know that they were just trying to get their dick wet. Like, you know, it was fake. It was that nice guy that finished last. It was that dude who was kind of like, you know, he was a fuck boy. He was a scummy, right? So we were trying our hardest not to be that uh, romantic dude, right? And so 
when we like we're afraid of being corny we're afraid to be cringe right yeah um it's just to add on like afraid of being corny and cringe like in front of people yeah um, yeah right like and it's not like i'm gonna like make out my girlfriend in front of everyone right but like you know like especially when the homies (laughs) around you 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 know you're like you're very like your do- your voice gets uh, lower. You start saying yeah, "bro" yeah, all of a yeah, sudden, yeah, like yeah. you know, you know it's what like, I mean. It's like, "What's good, bro?" And she's yeah. like, "She looks at me." Oh, like, like you never act against, yeah. yeah so, because it was funny, because uh, and as he as he already says, I'm gonna fucking talk his name, yeah. but basically she was like, you know, she because the the reason why she said that is because like sometimes I don't feel like I'm loved, right? And it's like it's like what's the difference between the way you treat Ziad and the way you treat me, right? Because mm. I hold hands with Ziad sometimes, right? <laughs> and I was like, and, you know, I'm like physically Yo. like I hold on to him because I care about him a lot, and I was like. That makes sense, right? And so, does, yeah. how I see romantic relationships or relationships in general, like with romantic and like platonic, I still um, equate them as the same thing. Like my friendships are just as important as my romantic relationship, but they have some difference. And the key word, the key thing is romance, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of men are very scared of showing romance, right? And so, um, I tried, and I realized that when I was trying to be like, I guess, more corny, I was like, Fuck it! It hurts. Yeah, it hurt. I, I feel that. It feels. Feel it that. feels like, weird. I'm so like I'm such a fucking simp, and like I yeah. and we have that whole like simp shaming culture, or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. And so we're yeah. very uncomfortable. But the thing is, like, a simp is not someone who treats their uh, partner right. A simp is the one who like only does nice things for their partner to get laid. Like that's Literally. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, but just to answer the question, I know I went off topic, but like you know. I still find the whole one month kind of cringe, like, but also at the same time, like, who am I to judge? Whatever. Like, you're going to break up too much. (laughs) No, I'm just playing. But, um, what is it? Uh, in my opinion, I think the, the key to a healthy relationship, not only people, two people who want to, but two, two people who are putting the effort, it takes two to tango. And if one is, one is being stubborn or, you know, one is not, um, like pulling their weight, then the relationship falls apart because like, you can't force someone to want to be in a relationship, which is kind of a hard thing mm-hmm. to accept where like, you know, you can put in putting all this effort in and you can like try to be working on your own problems, right? But then you're like, hey, I don't appreciate when you do this. And they're like, but that's just the way I am, you know? <laughs> you know, that's just how I am. I can't help myself. When I'm angry, I just can't help myself, you know? And like, you're being gassed, right? And it sucks because like, <laughs> you want them to want to be in a relationship, but sometimes yeah. that's not always the case, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it's very hard because uh, and this is kind of talking about trust because you're putting your trust into someone else. Mm-hmm. You're putting effort and you're also putting trust that they want to put effort. So like, I think the reason why a lot of relationships do fail is because sometimes like either one or both are not being a proper partner and they're not putting in work on themselves or just in the relationship as well. Um, and that's how I see like key to healthy relationships. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, I wanted to, I think one of you guys mentioned this earlier and I want to touch on it just because I, I think out of the three of us, I don't want to dox either of you, but uh, <laughs> I think out of the three of us, I'm probably the most single. <laughs> <laughs> the most single. The a tier list. And, and uh, like, uh, yeah, so if it's like, well, so I'm like S tier. <laughs> that says um, we're single. <laughs> Dave's single. Anyway, go ahead. And uh, I've talked about this with me. I've talked about this with me and my brother because me and my brother are kind of at the boat at the same point of like tier of single. And uh, uh, I think one of you guys touched on just like uh, getting into a relationship or like talking to people or, or oh no, casually dating. That's what mm. we were touching on. And uh, I'm kind of, me and my brother are kind of at that point where we're casually dating. We're trying to find like a partner um, where I am more, I definitely date with the kind of the underlying meaning of being in a serious relationship. So I, 
uh, I tend to find at fault that I get way too serious too quick. And um, definitely that's that's a problem I need to work through. Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Me and Lawrence um, are just looking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but I think uh, one thing, especially for my single guys out there that you guys need to learn, especially if you are like coming out of a long-term relationship, is that um, trust isn't built overnight. And mm -hmm. um, getting to know someone isn't built overnight either. Uh, mm -hmm. And getting into a serious relationship and building those building blocks takes time. Um, when I first got out of my previous relationship, I was dating to get into another serious relationship. And there's definitely nothing wrong with that. But also at the time, like, I think I was just trying to find that love that I had overnight. And that's the, and that's where I went wrong, you know, and that's where you kind of need to, to take time to yourself and just figure out like, yo, uh, I'm not going to have what I had before overnight and what I experienced overnight. And um, it's going to take time. It's going to take some work on yourself and it's going to take. You're working on yourself. Of, yeah, yeah. 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 You're, you're, it's going to take it's going to take a lot of effort. Um, and obviously, this is another podcast topic in itself. But, go on. Just go off. Um, dude. But at the same time, like if you are struggling in your romantic life and you are struggling and trying to um, land someone. Land someone's so fucking weird to say, but <laughs> yeah, if like you're trying to be in a serious relationship, I think you need to look at how much time and effort you are putting into each prospective person. That makes sense. Um, and how much effort you are willing to put forward and how much you trust this person. And obviously, if you trust them way too much after the first date, then bro, you're <laughs> you got some you got expectations. To like too much expectation, yeah, yeah, you're gonna yeah, yeah, way too much expectations. There's there there's have there have been a lot of girls in not not a lot of girls but there have some, been some girls in the past like couple months that i have liked and that i have seen as a romantic partner um that i have just totally fumbled the bag with because i was just my expectations were way too high and um i there was just something wrong man and like i'm telling you guys like take your time uh but also don't be afraid to make mistakes because yeah. you know yeah. at the end of the day the worst thing a, a girl or a guy can say is no and the and no, like screenshots your uh, fucking DMs. <laughs> obviously, ghosted block your combo. <laughs> ghosted to block combo. Yeah, we have um, a therapy conversation yeah. after this, bro. <laughs> Off record, man. But what I'm trying to say is casually date, but also like know what you want out of uh again know what you want out of like what you're getting into take time to reflect see what didn't work out see what did work out yeah yeah you know yeah because I, mean? yeah. I think um if i didn't make those mistakes and if i didn't take those chances i wouldn't be in the mindset that i am now where i'm like man i just gotta take time for myself and the right person will come and i do believe that i do believe that eventually the right person will come and the right person who fits your situation at that time will be willing to grow with you into whatever situation that you're going to get into, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. that kind of segues into our next question, which is boundaries. boundaries and personal space and time in relationships and how to balance. This people. topic is for people who are Jeez. hyper empaths that care a lot about people, but don't know how to take care of themselves. Yes. Mm -hmm. Does anyone want to go first? I think I can, I think I can go first. I yeah, think, go, just keep going, keep going, I keep think going. this was a very, very big problem. And, and I feel bad. I don't want to like dox this person. I, I, I'm, I'm going to try my hardest to not dox my past relationship. Be objective as you can. I'm, I'm being but, objective as I can. But it's a lived experience. But obviously, so, this yeah, is a lived experience. Yeah, it's yeah. coming from us, me. So I'm sorry. 
um, to any of my past relationships. Uh, I'm unfortunately going to talk about it, and there's no hard feelings. <laughs> there's no hard feelings, and I'm I'm definitely sure that we 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 both both grown from the relationship. Yeah, I'm putting this disclaimer in because I really don't want to hurt your feelings, and I still do care about you. The mindfulness, the empathy in you. Um, yeah. Yeah. So boundaries and personal space. I think I really, really, me and the person I was dating before really struggled with this. Um, so we were both like, so we were both dancers and we were both pretty young when we got into the relationship. Uh, granted, this was a probably like a three-year relationship around there. And uh, I think the one thing that we kind of struggled with, I was going through a lot of mental problems at that time too. So not all the blame is going to be on myself or her. It was just a miscommunication with the both of us. Uh, I think that the thing that we definitely struggled with boundaries the most. It was definitely like, um, and boundaries with like time in, in regards to time and how much time we would spend with each other. Um, and it was just like, it was like, we'd wake up, I'd go to school and then I'd spend time with her. Then we go to dance and spend more time with each other. And then after dance, we'd spend more time with each other and then go home. And, uh, at first for a lot of relationships that are starting out, that's all you want to do. All you want to do is spend time with that person. But I think after a while, like after you spend like almost a year or two with them, you start to realize that like, damn, I want more time to myself. Like I want, I still want to enjoy the things that I enjoyed beforehand. Uh, I think because of like the lack of boundaries that we set for each other, uh, the both of us started to lose friends. We started to lose hobbies. We started to lose touch with a lot of people because um, at the end of the day, we only really thought we needed each other. Um, and that's kind of a toxic way of kind of seeing the relationship. And um, neither of us wanted to say anything because we didn't want to hurt any, we didn't want to hurt each other's feelings. Um, and obviously, at the end of the day, boundaries, definitely, if you are setting it at that point in your relationship, it's going to hurt someone's feelings. It's because you've been thinking that way for so long and you've been kind of living that way for so long. Having a change might seem offensive to the other person. Mm -hmm. And uh, definitely, like when she would set boundaries and when I would set boundaries at the time, we both got offended because we were like, oh, do you not love me enough um, mm. to... Like, you threaten you your not, existence. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, do you not love me enough to spend that time with me? Do you not love me enough to like be in every be in your thoughts like that? And um, it was a very, very toxic way of thinking about that stuff. And I think once we finally set that boundary um, and we finally set that time for each other, we started to actually drift away in a sense because we started to realize that we are growing from that type of relationship and that relationship that we had that we kind of fell in love with wasn't there anymore. And I think that's kind of the love that was lost eventually. And we didn't really mature with uh, the boundaries that we were setting. And our love didn't mature with the boundaries we were setting. And I think that's kind of the one of the main reasons why me and her, uh, me and her kind of broke up because we just, we like I realized that I started to become more and more unhappy the more and more boundaries we set because it just felt like we weren't as compatible anymore as we were going on and growing it. Um, in life. Um, and early on in the relationship, I would, I, I'm definitely a very big empath. I would think that like everything was my fault. And if it was ever her fault right. is because I didn't love her hard enough. Yeah. Right. yeah. And uh, if I, if I wasn't making time for her, that was my fault. 
and I should be making more time for her. I should be putting forward more effort. Mm-hmm. And there was that one point in the relationship where she asked me, like, where was that guy that was so in love with me six Sheesh. months ago? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but keep in mind that that part came yeah, from a place of yeah, hurt. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, granted, like, I'm the one who set that expectation and I'm the one who didn't set those boundaries early on. Granted, some of it is because I was young. Some of it was because I was inexperienced. But now um, I do realize that is a very toxic way of thinking. But don't get me wrong. I also thought that way, too. Like if she ever took time for her family or if she ever took time for dance or something like that and she wouldn't listen to me, then I would be angry. I would tell her, like, why are you not like, why are you not making these sacrifices for me? Like, I thought this was I thought relationships were a two way street. And um to be honest, in my opinion, relationships aren't always 50 50. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it was you that was talking about this to me, but relationships will never always be 50 50. Some people may need that 70 and it'll be a 70 30. Yeah. And then some other people. 69 41. Yeah, yeah. Or 31. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. And some other, other people. Okay, sorry, I can't do math. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, when you go back to normal, um, when you go back to having that 50 50, when you go back to having that comfortableness, then the toxic trait is noticing that they weren't giving that 70 anymore when you don't need that extra 30, 40%. Sorry. And um, I think in a healthy relationship, you understand that that person is sacrificing a little bit more because you need it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and once it goes back to normal and they don't need to sacrifice that time or that effort anymore, um, noticing that like, Oh, I was going through a rough time and they were there for when I needed it. Um, and now we're comfortable. I don't need them to keep giving me that stuff because I don't need it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have other things to supplement my life. Um, and then it also happens the reverse. Like when you need it, obviously you expect that person to be there for you. Um, mm, I have a lot of opinions about that. But, go ahead, go ahead. But yeah, but obviously it's grant. It's not a granted. But um, yeah, I just think that like setting boundaries and having personal space and like time for yourself um, is very very important in a relationship. And I think. Um, that's what leads to healthier relationships if you can um, set a somewhat agreeable boundary because not everything's going to be perfect and not everything's going to be perfectly balanced but being able to set that kind of boundary shows um, a nurturing and mature relationship going forward and that's what will complement your long-term relationship granted I was in a very long-term relationship and it wasn't all very and it wasn't all very super healthy and that's and I think that's what Jason and Vince were saying like not all long-term relationships are going to be super healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them are going to either have bumps in the road, obviously. But once you notice that a lot of the stuff that you guys are doing aren't necessarily super, super healthy and super, super beneficial for each other, that's when you start to realize, man, our long-term relationship isn't like, um, it, it just isn't healthy. And obviously, I'm going to touch on this, like calling it quits, and it's just a bump. But I will save my words for no worries. Do you want me to go first, or you want? To, you... Uh, up to you. Sure, I'll take. I just break the fucking momentum because I feel like we're like doing like we're making more popcorning. You know what yeah. I mean? If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I am so fucking anal time about boundaries that like since from like I was young, I've always been um more of a hardline boundary setter. But I think as I got older, I started to be more mindful about other people's feelings um the whole the codependency thing that's a very hard thing to break yeah yeah codependency and like because what is i i see these fucking like what is it you know the the freaking um relationship twitter where they give advice about everything where like you shouldn't be having arguments you're having conversation right where like sometimes when you set a boundary 
an argument is like unedible. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where it's like sometimes you need to have the argument so that in the future you're able to have the conversation. Yes. I understand speaking out of a very level-headed stoic mindset where you don't let your emotions get aside is a great way of handling things mm -hmm. but sometimes like when you set a boundary it does threaten um people because like they don't they're so used to it so um if you guys don't know anger like how it uses emotion is typically just as human beings is used to gain control so that's biologically what it's designed for is to yeah. gain control right so uh, typically and i think you um you kind of touch on this where it's like oh like oh you should be there for me right where um, with people who are codependent and that can be for multiple reasons, it can be from neglect or like abuse or whatever, like whatever, whatever, uh, when they find someone that's able to, uh, satisfy that they tend to become codependent because they themselves have a hard time self-regulating. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so when you ask for time for yourself, um, you can communicate with them and they're like, and like, yeah, I get it. Like you need, you need time for yourself. Like, like that's what, and like, they're agreeing with you and they totally understand, you understand that. But like when you leave, their body physically gets irritated that you're gone and they start to hold resentment without them even realizing it to a point where it's like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? And like, cause I noticed this and like, of course I, I, I hate talking about my problems in like in, in public because like I talk shit about a lot of things, but I don't talk about my relationship problems on. So, oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was, uh, I guess, uh, like a conflict that it took, it took, uh, like a partner a while, a while to, to fix, uh, where like it wasn't even about like, asking for space like because even when i was in the same room as her um and this is something that was i would say would be my fault is that i have a tendency to zone out a lot because i just get, me getting stuck in my own thoughts i get sad as fuck that's just how like humans work right yeah, yeah, yeah. so no, I feel like i'm very used to just zoning out so sometimes i'll be on twitter or whatever and like uh she would get pissed as fuck and i'm like i'm like what the hell so and it was weird because i was i was so confused i was like you were you just on your phone and then so i thought it was okay if i was just you know I could just scroll the internet and then all of a sudden, like, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells, right? Mm -hmm. Where, um, and again, I'm not like, sorry, Karen, I'm not trying to freaking paint you as this, as this person, but uh, a lot of times when um, we kind of talked about it, whereas when she gets upset or when she's sad, a lot of times, like, she had to go through neglect a lot of times, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, when I was gone, right, then it felt like I w it was betrayal. Even though we communicate, like, I need my time and space, whatever. Then being she also feel guilty again because, like, oh, I feel like I'm taking all your time. Like, you know, so not only she felt bad for, you know, taking up my valuable time, right? But also she felt bad for, you know, um, like, me not being there, right? So it, it was it was a very hard conversation to have where it's like, you know, but one thing I kind of, like... We, we kind of like a, a big amount so we, we were able to get through where it was like you know it's not my responsibility to fill that void mm -hmm. you know what i mean which yeah. is it was it's a very hard conversation to have because like that conversation had was ugly it wasn't even a conversation it was just a fucking argument it was just an ugly an ugly argument uh and like that that shit fucked me up but overall like i think going forward like we were just a lot better um like yeah. maintaining that space too um uh, because like you know um when you're a person and you get comfortable with someone right and you start to adapt your lifestyle around that the moment that it's it's gone um even though your brain is like oh yeah that makes sense they need time for yourself your body is like fuck i'm angry because i'm not getting what i want you want to gain mm -hmm. control you want like that's that's what you're trying to do because yeah. you that thing that calms you down that person that calms you down that person that really brings you peace and solitude is no longer there and then you tend to get angry to gain control and um the thing is, this wasn't even me that kind of like said this. This is like Karen was like kind of just came through emotional um, 
like breakthrough where she was like, I noticed that I just would just antagonize you for no reason. She didn't know why, right? Like, yeah. And me and I was like, yeah, like, and I, because I kind of talked about my insecurity about how I feel like I constantly contemplate where I'm not, I'm not morally correct all the time. Like, I'm trying to be the best person I can be, and I constantly feel like I'm a shitty person, yeah. right? So when I fuck up, like, it's like all hell breaks loose, right? You know what I mean? So, and one thing that like, for those of you who are having a hard time, like, um, you know, respecting your, your partner's space, just like. I think not antagonizing them would take you a long way. No one wakes up in the morning trying to hurt you unless it's out of revenge or they're a psychopath, but no one intentionally just comes out to, yeah, you know, yeah. to, uh, you to hurt someone. Right. I, yeah. I don't wake up being like, how can I piss off my girlfriend? Like that's not my <laughs> fucking motive. Right. No, no. And that was something that we definitely talked about where like, you know, when I'm gone, um, there was no resentment. Right. Mm -hmm. Because like, even though she's like, yeah, it's fine. Like I understand. And you know, this is something that I don't think we'll ever disagree on where I was like, I feel like you do hold on to resentment. It's like, no, like I get over it. It's fine. I'm like, <laughs> do you really though? Do you really? Do you? you know what I mean? Cause do like, I, I sometimes I do feel like it does transfer over to some conversations, but that's, that's whatever. Like that's, that's not really that big of a deal, mm -hmm. but I, I can see, I can feel her emotions. I know she's upset. Um, um, and like, I'm trying to freaking use my whole psychoanalysis thing to like, see what's wrong. Right. And sometimes it's not even about that. Sometimes it's just about like really trying to empathize with each other and not trying to antagonize with each other. Right. Cause yes, your partner is going to fuck up. You are also going to fuck up. I think one thing that can really help is being patient with each other and two, being patient with yourself. That learning, unlearning, um, behavior, deep rooting your subconscious is a lot harder than you think, right? So, and I think, uh, I forgot who said this, but it's like when you're dating someone, when you marry someone, whatever, you're basically just basically dating someone with a trauma, like with traumas and all their, all their, like they say like yeah. you're taking someone with their baggage. Right. And that, yeah. but that includes their traumas, yeah. that includes their yeah. triggers. Right. And just the idea of like, um, when someone sets a boundary on you, understand where they're coming from. One thing I kind of learned about setting boundaries was the whole I statement. So instead of saying like, you don't give me enough time, you're fucking clingy, whatever. It's more of like you explain how you feel. So it's like, mm -hmm. I feel like I don't have enough time in my day to spend with Vince or Ronald or Lawrence or Ziad. I some, I love you very much, but I also feel like um, I just, you know, don't have time for myself. I feel very overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I need time to catch myself. I love you very much. It's not me asking for time has nothing to do with me not loving you. It's me just trying to figure out my life as well. Because like there's times where I need to sit in my thoughts and just feel my emotions because I'm constantly distracting myself. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're putting it on you and like you're not putting the blame on you, but you're expressing how you feel. And that's like, and that's something I kind of learned when setting boundaries where I use the I statement where it's not about like, you need to stop doing this. I hate when you do this, blah, blah. It's like more of like how you explain how you feel. And I know that's very hard for men to like explain you know, how you feel, mm -hmm. but it definitely does incite a lot of people um, or like uh, lets them empathize with you. Because like, for, if you were like, like, yo, you're fucking crazy, right? They're going to get pissed off as fuck, no, right? No cap, bro. But if you said you hurt my feelings. That's a totally different uh, statement. And they're able to rationalize how their actions impact mm -hmm. you. You know what I mean? Um, now, there are some people, and this is where I kind of talk about like narcissism. And I, I don't want to talk about this because I will get on a tangent. But that just are like set on disagreeing with you. And at that point, it's like you're over explaining yourself. You know what I mean? You're trying to yeah. set your boundaries. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, you know, it, at that point, it's like it's not really your fault. At that point, it's like, okay, now I've done my part. You need to move, right? Because... I feel like, especially if you're someone who is like an unhealed empath or someone who's just really empathetic for people, 
not myself, I'm fucking narcissistic as hell. But for, <laughs> for those who really care, right? You tend yeah. to blame yourself. Like, why the fuck is relationship yeah. going wrong? You know what I mean? Yeah, you put in yeah, all this yeah. effort, but it's like, no. Like sometimes, yes, there are some things I need to work on, but they need to pull their fucking weight. And sometimes you need to put your foot down and be like, hey, this is not okay. And that's obviously, that's a confrontation and that's going to lead to argument. But some people are so fucking coward that they don't want to confront their partner because mm-hmm. it's like, they don't want to hurt their feelings. There are some times where you have to say, fuck their feelings and you really have to get through this shit because avoiding conflict, they just build resentment and then you guys end up like hating each other and you mm-hmm. don't know why and yes. you're not able to solve yes. the problems. You know what yes. I mean? Yes, so boundaries are so fucking important because people are like, oh, and like, you know, I talked to like a few like Christian girls like, yeah, forgiveness, you know, you got to forgive, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, I understand you got to forgive because that helps you not hold resentment. But sometimes like if that person is fucking doing that shit over and over again and you're, you're explaining yourself and you're not like... um and they're not listening, then sometimes you have to have that little bit of assertiveness, be like, hey, this is enough. And sometimes they don't even have to understand. You just have to explain like, hey, I don't appreciate this. This hurts me. Stop. Mm-hmm. And like, whatever that is, whether that's mm-hmm. space, whether that's like, you know, they, I don't know, curse at you, whatever, or like they, they raise their voice when they're angry. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like, um, no one's trauma, no one's triggers is like, uh, that's not, sorry. Um, someone's trauma and someone's trigger is not, permission to treat you like shit yes yep. you know what i mean yes. and, and so a lot of times you can try to like especially when someone's angry and someone's like not in the right headspace they're not thinking rationally like that's just not how that works they're not crazy they're just angry and it's hard to think rationally when you're when you're angry and that's the same for men too like women are not crazy men are not crazy you know what i mean it's just like when you are emotionally stimulated it's hard to be like you know level-headed <clears throat> but if you really care about yourself as well as much as you care about the other person boundaries are very important it's not about them trying to understand all the time. It's a matter about protecting your livelihood so that you're able to love. Boundaries are not about like putting walls up to protect yourself. They're about putting walls up or putting boundaries so that you're able to love correctly without getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And I guess like my point was, um, it's a, it's about codependency as well because like yeah. yes. I feel like a lot of us, or like everyone, has their first experience of relationships in like high school school, middle school and i know when i had relationships during that time like it was all about and it was kind of dumb but like how 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 often do you hear uh in in your relationships in the middle school or high school like phrases like oh i need you or you complete me or some shit some cringe you don't need each other sorry go on go on i talked to my and and like the, the thing is like you know you know how our parents are like oh don't like be in a relationship until you're like graduate or whatever i kind of agree with that bro it's just like <laughs> you know what my mom said what? she was like your first four girlfriends gonna be your training wheels <laughs> i'm not kidding that's what she said i mean it's yeah. it's kind of true yeah anyway sorry go on <laughs> but but it's it's, it's kind of true because like when when you're in high school and you're in um in in middle school oh my God. Your life is not that hard yet, bro. Like No, no, not at all. You bro. don't have a lot of things to balance. Like, for example, you're probably not working. You're probably not um, dying in university or <laughs> you're... Uh, you want to kill yourself. You're not, you're not unpacking your... Tra- yeah, you're not you're packing not your packing traumas. Yet. So... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, like, in, in, in a relationship, um, you have to deal with all of that Plus, be there for your partner, right? Mm-hmm. And and when you're in high school or middle school, like a lot of time you spend is with your partner, and then it's kind of just kind of expected that 
oh, your problems are my problems. But that's a, that's true to some extent. But at some point, you got to tackle your own demons by yourself. Yeah, bro. <laughs> right? You're because, not your partner's parent. Exactly. No, yeah. Exactly. Oh, no. Um, and, and that's where kind of like codependency comes in where, um, you know, if you want to spend time with your friends, like you guys have mentioned, they'll be like, oh, like who who's going to be you there? Who are you hanging out with? And like, oh, who are you texting? Like, and like, Born on oh, premium. That's what I'm texting enough. Share, sharing like <laughs> have, have, feeling the obligation to share your like iPhone password or whatever the fuck. God damn, yourself. bro. And it, and it's like in a relationship, you should have you should trust the other person to um, act in your best interest in yes. like yes. Um, to respect you even when you're not there. Um, because if they don't, they you'll leave them. That's kind of like the the. It's not really like. The fear is more like, you know, a mutual respect between mm-hmm, you two mm-hmm. to not yeah. hurt each other. And yeah, yeah. and knowing that, you know, if if you if you do that, like, I don't deserve that. I'm going to mm-hmm. like, you know, this isn't yeah. right for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, you know, your partner isn't you, um, especially when you're a, a young adult or like a teenager. You need time to develop yourself. Like, what yeah, do you 100%. like? Um, what are your limits in terms of like? I don't know, um, time you spend with your partner, time you spend with your, uh, yourself, your friends, your family, your job, your studies. Um, that's a lot of shit to balance. And if you're always like, oh, like I, I need you and like, why aren't you there for me? And maybe it, you're not ready to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I wrote down here that um, like all, all of that mindset's like, a relationship is not meant it's only it's only to complement your life it's not meant to be your life no it's you have many things in you your have life. many, many you have many aspects in your life that kind of complete you mm-hmm. and if if you okay oh man, that make your identity I'm, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna like put my engineering hat on and think of a pie chart right okay, engineer <laughs> i put my psych hat so go on just do your thing bro think 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 of a pie chart right um, if your if your pie chart like is a really all relationship, you know the meme is like like one yeah. percent. If if your if your relationship takes over all of that, then um, it may not be healthy. It's probably not healthy. Now one percent is you, and, and the thing is, you have a hundred percent of focus to give exactly. And so giving a hundred percent relationship is not actually the best yeah. way to. And and a lot of that management. can can lead to like also mental health and burnout problems because that 1% think of think of what you're think of what you're dedicating that 1% to yourself your work your studies your friends and eventually um the shoes got to drop or the whatever that fucking saying is like the other shoes got to drop or whatever the fuck some something's got to drop don't drop that that. (laughs) so what what i'm what i'm trying to say is like you'll either lose your friends you'll uh, have a bad relationship with like your family. You lose yourself. Yourself. You, 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 like you fucking. You, you're done. Your bro. studies might suffer. Um, yeah. and like you, you might dishonor your not family. Like work. Mm, so yeah. Yeah. My, my kind of kind of the point is like put yourself first always. Like if you even if you're in a relationship. Yes. yes. Um. Put yourself first always. Like your partner shouldn't go above you in your priority. Mm-hmm. Um. Cause, cause you should have that self-respect for yourself. If you don't have that self-respect for yourself, um, your partner won't. And I don't, I'm not saying that your partner is like an asshole, but 
they could use that to take advantage of you so yes. it's it's yes. unconscious too like it's not they're not intentionally trying to hurt you but it's like if they notice that they can push you like yeah they then will. Yeah. then yeah. they will they will start doing it because if they notice that they can just take your time by whining and they notice they can like um gain control by yelling you know unconsciously they're not saying you know like like you know they, they listen to me by yell then they will start to do that yeah so boundaries are important. yeah that's where yeah. that that's where the boundaries come in yeah. and if they don't respect it then show them the door man yeah. like <laughs> yeah and uh, i think uh, i think to add on like I, I as a very big empath like I'm, I'm super i'm a super empathetic person um if you ever think that like you're not ever good enough in that relationship bro then like i think you're just lying to yourself um and uh if you're like a lot of the times when i was just in relationships i was always thinking to myself like if i don't do this i'm not good enough if i don't do this for this person i'm not good enough and um that becomes that becomes some like that becomes a thing where it's like i'm all i'm empathetic but i'm also very codependent on the person mm. and then when you put that shit together that becomes very very toxic because when you when you're super super codependent on that person you start to look you start to look for that person for validation and everything and um it's not and like for me it was validation and like romance it was validation and like what i was doing in life and as soon as that starts to seep over into that one percent that you're already giving to everything else in your life obviously i was giving 99 percent of my pie chart to that person um once you start giving that one percent and you start spreading yourself too thin other other things start to seep into your life and as soon as you give that 100 percent or like that 99.9 percent of yourself then that's when it becomes super super toxic and i think um don't be afraid uh, if you are ever going through kind of that mental struggle in your head where you have to work on yourself and shit like that. One, you should not be in a relationship if you are having those thoughts. But two, um, don't be afraid to set boundaries and be like, yo, uh, this is, I need this time to improve myself, to work on myself and do this shit and do that shit and whatever. Um, but obviously, you also need to reevaluate like, am I do like, am I actually like able to be in this relationship if I'm feeling this way? I think that's what a lot, a lot of people kind of struggle with, especially when they're kind of like going through mental um health issues. It's not that you don't deserve to be loved and you don't deserve to have someone. It's like you just got to work on yourself and you got to figure out like what else can you use in your life to really um, uh, to really fulfill it. You know why I think like a lot of people get really touched or, or mad about setting boundaries like in a bring it back to like a relationship kind of context. Yeah. When, when you're setting a boundary for yourself and uh, and this constructive kind of boundary, the other person, um, going back to like the, your point, Ronald, on, on like they didn't think of it first. Yeah. It's like they wanted to fix you, right? Yeah. It, it's like that yeah. hero kind of mentality in relationships. Where like, like, bro, I can suck my ass. Yeah. Bro. It's like, oh, like I, I can fix, I, I can, can fix, fix them. It's like. I gotta humble them, <laughs> and, and then and then and then when you, the person who's setting the boundary, is like, "Hey, I gotta, I, I need this time to like work on myself. I got this and this to kind of like deal with." And then the person who's the boundary is being set on is probably like, "Oh shit, why didn't I think of this? Like, um, like I, I, I can fix it. Like we can work on it together, right?" And that's okay. Sorry to get on a tangent, Ooh. but that's the no go on, that's bro. The biggest. Uh, it's episode three hours. If, <laughs> no, we can split it. We can split it. We can split it. We're splitting it. <laughs> so, like, we could that phrase, like, we can work on it together. It works for some issues, like, but if like, if, what do you want to eat or something? I don't know. <laughs> or if, if it's issues like that, you have to work on yourself. It's if you realize that okay, this this problem, I, it's like a personal one. Like you need to and, learn how to self-regulate. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. And it's 
like my trauma and my like past that I have to heal myself and you have nothing to deal with. You have nothing to do with it. So let me fix me so that I can contribute my like best to the relationship. And a lot of people don't like that because like when you're in a relationship, you're like, oh, like we can I'm do anything. I'm supposed to be supportive. I'm supposed to be. Yeah, we, yeah, we can do anything oh together. God. Like we'll get through this together and stuff. Like, but at, at times, like you just need to let the other person have their time. And if you don't, then I guess you guys have already touched on it. They'll, they'll end up resenting you because you're like, because they haven't had that chance to heal. Mm-hmm. So if someone is setting a boundary on you, don't take it personally. Um, unless, of course, like someone calls you out on your shit, then maybe like, oh. Uh, some, sometimes boundary can work. There's accountability, and then yeah. there's yeah, yeah. Some sometimes boundaries can also work like that, where if someone's setting a boundary on you, it's like they're shining a mirror on yourself because like, yeah. oh, I, I, I now see like my kind of how my actions affect you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and that's um, where the I statement comes in. That's yeah, why I yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So yeah, bound boundaries good thing. And I mean, uh, to I guess like to move on to the next topic, and I guess it's kind of we've kind of touched on it a little bit. Uh-huh. When you set a boundary, oftentimes. It can lead to disagreements or There's conflict. Yeah, you shouldn't argue. You should only have fight. conversations. Yeah, Fuck and, and like Fuck that shit, bro. The next topic is about dealing with these with conflict in a relationship. Yeah. Being stoic 100 percent of the time is literally impossible. Yeah, I don't know who literally. the. F- I was like, yeah, you just gotta be level headed yeah. and objective. Have objective commentary. Like yeah. you can't because like if you really care about that person, if you like love that person, then you obviously you'll feel strongly right and you can't just be like okay let's uh let's talk about it <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i do i do agree yeah, of, yeah. of taking time because this thing that um i talked with karen we we're like uh sometimes when i get pissed off as fuck i would firstly take time away mm-hmm. so then i'm able to speak right because mm-hmm. obviously the goal is to be like level-headed but yeah, there are yeah. times where like i feel like people won't take you seriously if you're like too passionate what you're saying like oh you're not being yeah. objective it's like well like i still have a point you know just mm-hmm. because i'm upset doesn't has nothing to do with like if you're like you have to explain you have to understand that it's like that thing where it's like you know like the whole like and not to use Bilam as an example but where like people were mad at the looting uh and like kind of pointing out the looting instead of like the issues that were happening right where they mm-hmm. they point more about the reaction as opposed to the the harm that they were doing right yeah. mm-hmm. where that's gaslighting right we know that's mm-hmm. gaslighting right yep. so you know there are times where yes i mean theoretically yes we're trying to we have to be like level headed and whatever to like really have a conversation but when you hurt someone Really just making about how mad they are really just deflects and not really lets you hold yourself accountable, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like if you're having disagreements, you definitely, of course, there are times where like, okay, maybe I'm being micromanaged, but also being willing to admit that like, hey, I'm also in the wrong, but also saying, hey, they're also in the wrong here, mm-hmm. wrong here, you know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of people just are so stubborn and like want to fight for their existence that they, they, they care more about being right and yep. understanding yep. their partner or understanding people. And this is just like conflict in general, right? But we're talking about romantic relationships where sometimes we get petty, right? Uh, and I've, I've been guilty. I do this shit all the time where I'm like petty and like, you know, sarcastic as hell. It's just to mm-hmm. show how someone, how stupid someone is sometimes. And I know that's not the best solution and I'm definitely trying to work on it. <laughs> but, you know, definitely instead of just trying to like, you know, prove you are right, really come with the mindset that you're trying to understand and be understood, mm-hmm. not being correct. Sorry, I, I interrupted you, but no go, go, go ahead. And, and just to kind of build on that point, um, and the the point that like you have to be level headed in a in kind of like when you're dealing with problems. Um, so, um, me, me, uh, my partner and I like, kind of like 
before um when we had a problem we were complete opposite so i would whenever a problem came up i would just like raw thoughts like like out there no no time to think and then she's kind of more like reserved and and needs time to reflect um, reflect yeah mm-hmm. and and oftentimes when i brought that kind of problem um like right uh before even thinking about it like she would how she would react is kind of like with shock and like she can't say anything because and then i would be like so you're not going to say anything so that's kind of like on me and not realizing that mm-hmm. people have different ways of of handling conflict yeah, yeah. and yeah. Yeah, yeah and like that some of that comes from like trauma or or just like um not being able to like process your thoughts uh properly but what uh kind of resolves that is unless it's like an emergency situation taking like a half a day or a day to kind of recollect your thoughts think about and then it coming back to the yeah. table and mm-hmm. and being able to have that like mm-hmm. soul kind of level-headed conversation right with your partner instead of just emotions and like throwing things and stuff like that i mean you're insulting each other yeah and, yeah. and, and, and so that's a fight like a, like like that's not uh constructive or helpful to a relationship mm-hmm when you're able to come to the table and be able to listen, and that's kind of like the most important thing, you have to be able to listen and understand where the other side is coming from and uh, kind of compromise on a solution, like your classic conflict resolution kind of techniques mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. That also applies in relationships. So I what I've learned is like, okay, I don't need to, we don't need to address this like right away. Yeah, that's if it's I not, If it's not like I got called on life shit. or death situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. this can wait and as long as both of us are willing to come back to the table and talk about it when we both recollected our thoughts when we're both able to listen to one another then you know it's gonna it's gonna be more helpful than just fighting or or me shouting at her and not and her kind of being shocked so um if if you're in a relationship and and like um you're fighting all the time then maybe the best way is not to deal with it for a while <laughs> and just let things simmer down. Take time to reflect. Take time to calm yeah. down. And because, you know, anger is kind of like it never solves anything. No, um, no, no, no. Sometimes you say you say things that you regret. And yeah, and, uh, 100%. and like so and to say. the other the other side of that, which I really and it's kind of childish and I really don't like is people who avoid conflict like at all costs like yeah we're like oh yeah. it's, it's no big deal it's no big deal i can get then, over it i can get over it i can get it. over yeah, it it's and my then, fault it's my fault and, and then like, they just let it bottle up and kind of like that <laughs> passive aggressiveness the pettiness it's it's a petty. bitch. i'm like just say it man just say it because like i know but at the same time you have to understand that yeah, maybe yeah, they've been gaslighted yeah, so they have a hard time yeah, talking yeah, right yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. but anyway go on go yeah on. so i i know like like women have this like reputation of of just being like oh it's fine you know like petty yeah, yeah. um but but um men can do that too like you oh, know, 100%. Yeah. oh 100% oh 100% like bo- bottling it up and saying oh it's no big deal like passing it off and that kind of ties into boundaries as well because mm-hmm. if you set a boundary and someone crosses it obviously you know that's a that that's a problem right and you have to talk about it but if you keep saying if you keep saying oh it's fine it's fine you know in your heart that that other person is is a good person but you're kind of what you're doing 
when you do that is you're shrinking your boundaries. Making excuses mm-hmm. for them and you're allowing them to disrespect you and you're building resentment. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, and they don't mean to, to, to kind of encroach on your boundary, but if you let them naturally, they will because yeah. you know, they're not, they're human. They're not always thinking like, Oh, like, they can't read your mind. Yeah. They can't mm-hmm. read your mind. They're not always like micromanaging their own actions. Um, so, you know, we're all human with boundaries. You have to enforce them and remind them that doesn't mean that you know oh, i have to constantly like remind them like oh do this do this do this that doesn't mean like they're a bad person it just means they're human and sometimes they like we need reminders as well right mm-hmm. yeah because i'm learning that behavior is probably gonna be take some time because yeah. i feel like what is it um i know a lot of people and like a lot of people in the world like they hate repeating themselves right yeah. mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. i get you hate repeating yourself but it's not like you know I don't know, like let's say you're at a workplace, right? And you tell your employee to to do a task, right? And then you correct their behavior, right? Sometimes they will get it right away. Sometimes and most often they won't do it perfectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I just don't want to free myself though. It's like unfortunately that's sometimes that has to happen. You know what I mean? And again, you know, just kind of like um putting uh, a line where you're not reparenting them, but especially when someone has like a deep root um like behavior that's like very hard to unlearn. You need to patience comes a long way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like, uh, and I kind of going back to the whole antagonizing where I feel like a lot of us tend to antagonize someone when they constantly get on our buttons and then not really like communicate, yeah. um, like what's bothering you, right? And even the most empathetic and mind- mindful person can't read your mind, right? Mm-hmm. And some people kind of just, you know, they don't. Their intention is not to hurt you, but you know, because they're so used to just behaving a certain way, they sometimes they're just not mindful of how their actions affect other people that's with everyone right yep. mm-hmm. uh, and you know okay of course yeah we should take our time to what does it reflect but also like even saying hey can we talk about this later is also enough yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. just the, just the idea of like hey i don't have the capacity to talk to you right now or i don't have the capacity to help or whatever whatever that looks like it's like hey can we talk later you yeah. know what i mean like you don't have to you don't have to talk about it right now but you don't want to solve it right you now. have yeah, to yeah. you have to bring it to their attention like like oh you um what you did hurt me and yeah. um like i want to talk about it but like you know whenever you're ready and, and yeah. stuff like that right yeah. so it kind of like when, when you put it like that like it kind of respects their um their boundaries as well mm-hmm. and allows them to reflect on oh oh like I, I i never thought of it thought of it like that and then like instead of instead of um I'm going to use like a boxing analogy. Like instead of putting them on the ropes, you'll, you'll, you'll let them like have a breather so that they can kind of reflect on their own actions. And then you can beat the shit out of them. After. <laughs> yeah. I think that's so important because, um, and one thing you could probably say is like, Hey, I need, I, I'm not love a hell of a speak right now. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean, can we talk yeah. later? You know what yeah. I mean? yeah. Cause yeah, that's, yeah. that's something that, especially when I get in conflicts with like my partner, like, and I started, I started to do this a lot more where I was like, hey, I don't have the capacity to speak right now, right? Yeah. Or whether she has a problem or something, right? Like something's going on in her life. And like, I feel guilty because I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be a support partner, blah, blah. But it's, I, I'm honest with like, hey, I don't have the capacity to speak right now. I'm like mm-hmm. depressed as fuck right now. I'm fucking shirtless eating Cheetos in my bed or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I need time just to, to reflect so that I'm able to speak so I can be a support partner. So I can be, yeah. you know, the partner that you need right now. But um, yeah. yeah. Damn. Um, I think a lot of the biggest disagreements and a lot of the biggest fights that I've had with past partners have always been 
ones where we've tried to solve it on spot. Yeah, I've always been ones where it's I'm a guilty like, one too. Because, I'm just, yeah. I'm just like, I'm just like, I want to get this fucking over with, and I want to argue right now. Wait, and- wait, before you, that was actually something that I was listening to because I was at Karen's house and her her mom was to do podcast where they were saying how men tend to have like a, like the left brain, whatever. Yeah. Whether when it comes to conflict, they tend to try to solve it right away. They're yeah, like they're yeah, problem yeah. solvers, mm-hmm. yeah. and they, they weren't sure if it was from socialization or because of genetics, right? But they were they're theorizing mostly from socialization. But women are more lucky in the present yeah. and how they feel, right? Yeah. So. A lot of times we're like, and this is for men because this is a men's mental health podcast. But if you are like in a conflict and you're trying to like get them to understand right away, dude, just take a minute. Yeah, bro. Because like, you know, sometimes solving the problem right away isn't always the best solution because you can Mm -hmm. solve it. But if they still feel resentment or if you still feel resentment, it could be a bitter aftertaste. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, do your thing. Yeah, yeah, no. For me, like I've always had the biggest fights when like I've always tried to solve it in the moment. And I've always been like, oh, why are you feeling like this? Why are you doing like that? Just talk. Like, like, it's like, it's it's always like, it's always like, did I, did I do something wrong? Like, (laughs) what, what, like, what, what am I doing wrong? And it's always been like, and then it becomes like a big, huge blown out argument and nothing constructive happens because um, you guys either leave that shit more upset than you were in the beginning mm-hmm. or uh, somewhat like either both of your feelings are hurt. One person's feelings are hurt or the other piece of person's feelings are hurt. And that's not constructive for anyone because you guys end up saying things you regret. There's no, there, there's no like thought behind what you guys are saying. It's like, yeah. it's like, no, you're a fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you're a fucking that. Right. Yeah. And, um, there's you're a fucking Jimbo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's like nothing, there's nothing constructive behind it. I've always found that, um, when you do kind of have those conflicts, um, it, it's always good to kind of think about it for a couple of days and, um, kind of think about what's going on and, uh, um, and, and then come back to it. I think, uh, for me, um, I've always felt like, especially when it comes to fights or arguments or disagreements, there's nothing wrong with branching out and asking people what they did wrong or what you did wrong in a specific mm-hmm. problem obviously if it's super super serious then obviously you keep it between the two but i've never i've never encountered a big problem where i've, I've gone to a peer a very close trusted peer of mine where i'm like yo so this happened between me and my girl and i just want your outside opinion on it and mo- mo- most more often than not vince is my confidant um and vince will tell me like bro you're actually being a fucking dumbass <laughs> or like I, I or he'll be like i okay i agree I, I see what point you're making here and i think having someone's outside perspective gives you a little bit more insight into into realizing what deep-rooted problems you have and what you can kind of bring to the table in that argument but i also do believe that um a relationship and agree disagreements are are always between two people so obviously taking taking a minute to kind of think about it yourself and then if you are stumped going to outside yeah there's different there's difference between talking shit about your relationship and then asking for help yeah Mm -hmm. yeah big difference yeah and and i think that's super it's it's super important to go to friends that won't just echo what you're thinking. Like being yes, men. yeah, being yes men, and yeah, be like, yeah. oh, people pleasers. Yeah, 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 you're 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 totally right here. Like, yeah, you should have hit her yeah, or yeah, some shit. Like <laughs> make make sure make sure the friends you talk to can challenge you yeah. on on your position yeah, as well. And and this yeah. is kind of something that I I've had to learn as well. Where, um, often if a problem comes up. I don't bring it up to my to my partner. I, I like talk to other people first, right? Yeah. yeah and it's yeah. super important just to like, um, as you said, like bring it up with the two people who are in the disagreement first, and then and then if you're stumped, go get advice, right? Mm-hmm. Because 
really the problem isn't between like you and your friends it's between you, you and your and partner, your partner. Yeah. so you yeah. should like try to solve it within that like frame first mm-hmm. and then and then go get advice yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's nothing wrong for asking for help you know that's yeah. like yeah, yeah that's yeah. the 100%. premise yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um yeah so and and i feel like a lot of um and a lot of disagreements that have gone on for a really long time where we where me and my previous partners have gone together and we still haven't found a resolution um actually going to other people and asking and, and obviously people that can challenge you and asking them for advice mm-hmm. will genuinely benefit um, your relationship going forward because yeah. they offer just a different perspective and it's not always like especially when it when it becomes like a more petty thing um, and their emotional are not tied to relationships yeah, so they're yeah. able to think more objectively i think it's something that, that, that flora mm-hmm. said he was like you know because flora is really good at giving advice mm-hmm. but he was saying like bro when you're just in that emotion like something you just don't think you let your emotions yeah, get yeah. ahead of you right yeah, and now yeah. i forgot what the wording he used but i was like dude that's so fucking smart mm-hmm. we're like you know we all give each other advice and we all know how to have a relationship. But when yeah. we're in the fucking we're heat the, of it, yeah, we're dumbasses, we don't. We're in the trenches, We're in the trenches, we're in bro. The trenches, we're like, fuck you. We're in the bathroom shirtless, you know, with there's high socks and like just dying from that McDonald's meal at 2 a.m. Anyway, but that damn, that was a good advice that like, uh, like uh, a statement that Flora said. And I was like, bro, you're so fucking right. Because like, yeah, I think we all can give pretty good advice because we're not tied to that romantic relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you do need a friend who can be a little more objective, whether you're in the right or when you're in the wrong, and how to maybe how to approach said conflict. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think also just having disagreements with your partner is going to happen inevitably. Oh, yeah. are two different people and it, it's always going yeah. to be like that. I feel like a lot of people, especially in those like... Um, like naive high school relationships are like oh my god we just we're just on the same wavelength we're, we're never gonna same, fight we're like we're like <laughs> our twin flame we're never gonna fight oh, we're never gonna wow. fight and shit and i'm just like i'm just like no like give it a year or two and you guys are going to be fucking wanted to kill each other and yeah. at each other's necks um at times not all the time but mm-hmm. at times uh and to be honest there's nothing wrong with disagreeing with your partner or having that argument or having that conflict because um one you come out of it with knowing that like oh they do disagree with this and there and we can come to a solution or a compromise mm-hmm. and um and two like it it i think letting off steam and being stoic all the time in an argument is is going to like is going to kill you it's gonna I re- piss people off uh yeah i remember um me personally in a couple of my past relationships whenever we would argue i'd always be like whenever i'd argue i always be like I'd be as calm as I could because uh, um, my brother knows this. Whenever I would have a disagreement with my parents, uh, more specifically my mom, um, it would be yelling fights. Like we'd scream at each other. Mm-hmm. And like going forward in a lot of my romantic relationships, I'm like, I, I don't want to ever yell at my brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I don't ever want to, and I don't ever want to get to that tone that's close to it. And so yeah. I've always like, whenever I've had an argument with my partner, I'm like, Okay, so I made you feel like that. And to be honest, talking like that <laughs> will piss anyone off. Dude, I'd I'm, be like, I'm, not, I'm not even capping. Like, like if it's like, if, if your partner's like, your partner's like, no, what you fucking did was fucking stupid. And you're like, okay, I'm sorry I made you feel like that. <laughs> like, they, they, they think, they don't think you're taking it seriously. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> they, they think you're trolling them. Like, yeah, yeah. Trolling Turn around the live, like, I like Ah. and to be honest like but also there's the flip side where if you're acting like that all the time or you're acting stoic and you're trying to be super calm on the flip side you're going to explode and the first time I ever like you're not feeling your emotions every time the the first time we got into an argument and I exploded 
like my partner at the time told me like yeah i was i was fucking scared of you like i've never seen you like that and bro oh, like yeah. i was i was like full on like screaming like i threw my jacket down on the ground i was like man fuck this shit <laughs> like what the fuck are you so angry about and like it was the first time i'd ever talked about that but to be honest like after i was like damn i feel fucking good <laughs> <laughs> but obviously there's more constructive ways to kind of like let your anger out and yeah. communicate it across because no one should ever be like you know, like in that yelling kind of anger because it's not constructive. And you're hurting people yeah, while you yeah, do that, hurting. right? But yeah. there's nothing wrong in an argument with speaking a little bit more passionately, like being yeah. like, being like, yeah, no, you really did fucking hurt me and putting emotion into it and, and, um, putting a little bit of emotion behind you're it. Human. It you're human. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, I was <laughs> like, every time I would have an argument, I'd always just be like, I'd be like I'm sorry. It's, it's all my fault. <laughs> And, like, I'm Yo, you gave me the light skin face, bro. I'm thinking, about, <laughs> I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm a fucking dumbass. Like, but like, you didn't know because, like, I, did, I, I didn't know. Like, you had like trauma from like this, like yelling, right? So you, yeah. as a retaliation, you're like, I don't want to be like that, right? You should everything. You did everything in your power to make sure that that didn't yeah. happen. Like, mm-hmm. like I never got into that to ever. I did never escalated to that. But then eventually, like because I was acting like that all the time, it just eventually escalated to that. I remember one of the biggest fights I ever had with one of my past partners was just us screaming at each other. In uh, I don't, I don't want to dog but just screaming at each other after a dance practice and it's just like it was just us two and we're screaming at each other in the dark and i'm just like i'm like damn i'm like that's that's crazy mm-hmm. like um and oh let me turn the ac up real quick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me lock up real quick <laughs> um but yeah it's just like don't be afraid to have like emotion when you guys are arguing um but just make sure that you have the mindfulness enough and i don't know it's super hard to when you're emotionally driven to have the mindfulness enough to like not get to that point where you are super fucking angry and you are like throwing shit around and stuff like that because that's when it becomes toxic and that's when you're like yeah yeah because like we we hear the statement like hurt people hurt people right mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that's okay right yeah, because yeah. you're hurt your permission to hurt other people right where the reason why we say that is because a lot of times that comes from just being hurt emotionally. So yeah, we, we yeah. tend to have defense mechanisms, defense mechanisms that end up harming other people, right? Or mm-hmm. defense mechanisms, right? So um, I think one thing I like to to phrase it as is that um, always be willing to feel your emotions. And I feel like for men, that's very difficult because it's better just to like hold it in or whatever. Um, but also keep in mind that like, for example, you know, like the, I know it's like a bad stereotype where like, um like the woman has a black guy it's like oh he's only like that when he's angry right it's like well yeah. that's not acceptable right because yeah. um and it's like speaking back on the whole like antagonizing thing where you know I, I feel like i was being treated like like i wasn't human right whereas like you know and one of the uh i guess arguments and i would say it was, was, was a little gaslighting was like oh but like when i'm angry i just can't help myself like i'm just like this right and i was like well that's not acceptable mm-hmm. because i don't like being treated like an emotional punching bag again use an i statement where like I feel like I'm being treated like an emotional punching bag. I mean, where it's like, yes. And like, it's weird because like with my partner, like I still want to be able to make sure that she can feel her emotions in front of me. Cause a lot of times she, she feels like she has to hide them around other people. But I was like, I don't want you to have to like pretend you're happy when you're not right. Like, you need to feel your emotion. But at the same time, it's like being an emotional punching bag sucks because like, and kind of just, diving into stuff at, like you know my personal life but I, I've been used to being treated like I wasn't human mm-hmm. I've been yelled at and like just expected to be stoic it's like 
especially being in toxic guy groups where like, why the fuck are you so sensitive? What the hell? It's like, you know, I can't tolerate anymore. Like my capacity for being yelled at and treated like a, like a shit bag is not okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, and I, I need to express that, right. Where, um, I feel like people, yes, like feel your emotions, but just keep in mind, like the way you treat other people, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's why we talk about it's, it's, it's important to take space from that person because you don't want to hurt them, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always, if you want to solve the conflict, sometimes taking time away, yeah. you know, really gives you a level-headed to actually speak from a place of mm-hmm. understanding and yeah. being understood. Yeah. And like, when, and when you do take time away, like take that time away. Yeah. I, I feel like more often than not, when, when bef- after like kind of a disagreement or the starts of an argument, people take time away and then they like text their partner. Like, yeah. I hope you're okay and shit like that. Like, yes, check in with your partner, but also like take that time away yeah. from each other. Don't just go to McDonald's, yeah, come yeah, back yeah, and then start yeah, fighting yeah. again. Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with um, like eating on a burger. Give me the Fuck wrong. You. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me the wrong nugget sauce. <laughs> Yeah, then you treat like the, you treat yeah. the cash worker like shit yeah, too. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. nothing wrong with yeah. like going to hang out with your friends after and fucking taking taking your time off the argument and and taking your mind off of things to actually mm-hmm. come back to it and think about it later on. Um, but yeah, like take that fucking time take away from time. that person. Like it, it there's no, nothing good comes from it. From trying know, to solve it right away, trying to solve it right away, and and like it constantly being on your mind, and you guys always constantly like in communication on and off fighting yeah and you're, you're trying to have a good time but you just can't get over yeah, it yeah, you know yeah. yeah it's like bro if you text her like i hope you're doing okay and she leaves you on red bro don't text her again bro just leave it yeah yes. one thing i think uh what is it uh my partner are pretty comfortable is just kind of wishing to like a night yeah i mean yeah. i it's, it's a very petty good night but it's yeah. a good night you know what i yeah, mean it's yeah, very yeah. like no no like oh i love you miss you it's like good night you know what i mean exactly. but uh and i used to do that personally right but after a while i was like you know what we'll talk about it soon when we can i, I don't have to say that right because mm-hmm. i know that she knows and she knows that i know and i know that she knows that i know that she knows you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, and yeah like we're gonna talk about this soon right we're, like we're yeah. not gonna put it aside and like um we talk about this like you know we're we feel very confident right like currently right now how to have how to resolve these conflict solutions because in the beginning yeah we, we definitely did like we're very angry at each other mm-hmm. but like now i feel like we got to a point where we're actually able to have these conversations um but yeah, like I sometimes you just don't have to over explain yourself, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you know, I know you're a lot of people like are because our argument is essentially two people trying to validate their lived experience. Right. And it's very frustrating because and it's a trauma response trying to over explain yourself because you feel like you need you're trying so hard for them to understand. Right. Mm-hmm. But you don't need them to understand right away. You know what I mean? I know it's, it sucks because like you're probably anticipating the argument, you're anticipating that, that conversation. You're probably analyzing in your head how you're going to communicate this. Right. And you're probably pissed off because they're not listening to you. They're not really validating your feelings. But like at that very moment, as much as you want to be understood and it's very important, yes, to be understood, taking that time just to reflect and to communicate that in a very level-headed does help tremendously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anything else okay. you want to say? Oh, yeah.